0: Yes, it's Superman, strange visitor from another world, who came to Earth with powers and abilities far beyond those of mortal men. Superman, who can change the course of mighty rivers, bend the steel in his bare hands, and who, disguised as Clark Kent, mild-mannered reporter for a great metropolitan newspaper, fights a never-ending battle for truth, justice, and the American way. But before we join Superman, here is an important message. Fellas and girls, don't ever get the idea there's nothing you can do to help win this war. Just because you can't join the Army or Navy doesn't mean that you can't be part of this big fight to preserve the American way of life. No, sir, not at all. Because there is one big important thing you can do, and I'm going to tell you about that right now. You see, aside from the fact that we can't all be soldiers, sailors, or Marines, because we're too young or too old or something, it's necessary for a good many of us to stay right here where we are. As a matter of fact, Uncle Sam says that for every man in the armed forces, there must be 11 people back home to keep them well supplied and to see that everything runs smoothly. It's sort of like, well, like a civilian army that cooperates with the armed forces to help win the war. And that's where you come in, you and I, for we are all members of this civilian army. And the best way we can help our boys at the front is to buy war savings stamps and bonds and buy them regularly. How does that help? Well, let me tell you. It helps our government to finance the war. It helps to buy the guns and the tanks and the planes and ships and all the other things the Army, Navy, and Marines need to knock out the Japs and the Nazis. For instance, every time you buy a ten-cent war-saving stamp, your dime will pay for five bullets. And every five ten-cent stamps buys enough fuel oil to carry a destroyer a full mile. So you see how important it is for you to buy a war-saving stamp every time you've got a dime. Now, see if you can't get mother or dad to give you a dime every day or even every other day with which to buy war-saving stamps. Talk about this with all your friends. Ask them to buy war-saving stamps regularly. Ask your mother and dad and all your neighbors and relatives to sign Minuteman pledges. Do all that you possibly can to build up the sale of war-saving stamps and bonds. And that's what you can do to help win this war. And now, The Adventures of Superman. Superman and his guys of Clark Kent, Lois Lane, girl reporter, Jimmy Olsen, copy boy, and editor white of the Daily Planet are now trying to unravel a weird and puzzling mystery. Ten plastic casts of a certain statue, each belonging to a different person, have been broken by a baffling intruder who has made a practice of dressing himself in strange costumes as a clown, a pirate, sometimes even as Mickey Mouse. That is to say, nine of the statues have been broken in this manner, for in our last episode we heard how Kent foiled the attempt of three gangsters to get their hands on the tenth statue. And then, out of a clear sky, Kent decided to break the statue himself. Jimmy Olsen is present in Kent's apartment and looks at him wide-eyed. What's that? What did you say, Mr. Kent? I said I've got to break this tenth statue. Oh, have you gone out of your mind, too? No, oh, Jim, I was never saner in my life. Nine of these statues have been smashed into a thousand fragments. And the same thing must happen to the one I hold in my hands now, the tent. But why? What on earth for? You'll see, Jim. Well, here goes. Well, so now it's broken, scattered all over the rug. Funny. Very funny. What's funny, Mr. Kent? Now, the breaking of that statue didn't bring me the results I expected. I hate to sound so inquisitive, but what did you expect? Oh, I expected it. A... One of those gangsters is starting to come Uh-oh. to Mister Kendall. Well, we better tie him up. I've got some strong twine in the kitchen. That'll hold. You want me to get it? Oh yes, yes. Thanks, Jim. As you will. <sighs> it's in the left-hand drawer near the sink. Okay, I'll uh-huh. find it. Thank enough. you. Well, why me? Oh, my jaw! Hurry with that twine, Jim. Oh, all right now. Don't move, pal. Uh-huh. I've got you covered with one of your own guns. Uh-huh. Here it is. Well, Thank you, Jim. Well, what happened? Oh, you just suffered a little casualty. Now, just turn over on your stomach. Well, well that's the idea, Turn but... over on your stomach, I said. Uh, okay. That's the boy. Oh. Now, put your hands behind you. Now, now wait a minute. Remember, I've got a gun. Uh, the less you say, the better. Okay. That's, that's it. it. Now, put your hands behind you. Yes, yeah, sure. Good. All right, Jim, tie his wrist. Oh. And use plenty of twine so little Rollo here can't uh-huh. get loose. Okay. Hey, wait a minute. My name's Spike. It ain't Rollo. Oh, I Terribly sorry. Yeah, it's all right. How are you coming, Jim? Yeah. It's Mr. Tide. Sure. All right, now his ankle. Now uh, okay. listen, right. Mr. Tide. Just lie still, Rollo. Uh, I mean, Spike. Uh, you'll be better off. I knew I should never have took this job. Oh, and you're quite right. Uh, it was a big mistake. Okay, Mr. Uh, Kent, hold tight. Good boy, Jim. Now I just roll him over on his back. Yeah, now take it easy. Ah, uh, uh, fine. Now maybe oh. you'll tell me why you smashed the tent statue, Mr. Kent. Well, It's this way, Jim. I went over every detail of this strange mystery we found ourselves mixed up in. Ten statues bought by ten different people on the same day at the same store are mysteriously broken. Nine of them, anyway. We had the tenth here. Uh Uh-huh. The more I thought about it, the more I was convinced that there was only one possible reason why they were broken. But it looks to me as if I was... No, wait a minute. Maybe it's so small that it's hidden. Oh, what's so small? What's hidden? Now, wait a minute. Let's have another look at the broken fragments of that statue, Jim. Now, hand me that hammer, will you? Oh, I don't understand this at all. Wait a minute. Here you are. Thanks. Now, let's see. Yeah, oh, here's a pretty big piece. Let's break it open, huh? What's that little round thing that just rolled out onto the floor? Uh-huh. It was inside that piece you just smashed. Exactly, Jim, and it's the thing I've been looking for. What? You mean... I mean, Jim, that the answer and the only answer to why those statues were being broken was that there was something inside one of them. A and mackerel. But what is it? What is that thing that was inside that fragment? Well, it looks like a tiny metal box. It's no bigger than a dime. Yeah. Let's open it and see what's inside. And you bet. Now, wait a minute now. Ah, there we are. Well, what is it? Well, oh, it's just a little slip of paper. Something written on it, though. Let's see. Ah, it's a formula of some kind. A formula? Yes, listen to this. C2 over X4, C3H5, parenthesis OH, close parenthesis, 3, and it goes hey, on... Hey, wait a minute. Yeah. That thing you just read, that's the chemical formula for glycerin. Is yes, how do you know? Oh, I had to know to pass my chemistry exams at school. Jim, you amaze me. Let's go on here ch 3 C-6, H-2, parenthesis N-O, close parenthesis 3. You know what that is? Oh, I certainly do. That's the formula for TNT. Boy, Mr. Kent, that must be a formula for some kind of explosive. You're right, Jim, without a doubt. Well, there's no point in our reading this further. We'd better take it down to the police lab, along with the three rover boys here. No. The police chemists ought to be able to work it out. It must be mighty important if somebody was going to all this trouble to get it. Mighty important is right, Jim. More important, I'm afraid, than we realize. Well, look who's here. Clark Kent of the Daily Planet. Hello, Doc. You know Jimmy Olsen. I should say I do. Hello, son. Hello, Doctor. It's been almost a year since you visited us here at the police lab, i How come? Well, I've been pretty busy. Yeah, I can imagine. I've heard about some of your doings in the papers. Well, what brings you here now? Well, I've got a little problem for you. Jimmy and I just delivered three prisoners to Captain Callahan. Oh. The captain sent us down to see you to see if you could figure out the formula on this slip of paper. A uh, formula, eh? Uh huh. Well, Kent, I should say there are a few formulas I can't understand. Let's see it. There you are. Thanks. Now you just give me a moment. Gosh, Mr. Kent, this sure is some place. at all those test tubes and Bunsen and burners and what are those things? Those curved glass bottles? Now, those are retorts, Jim. Oh, sure. We use them in class, but I couldn't remember the name. Oh, uh, Kent. Yes? I'm afraid I boasted a little too soon. You mean you can't figure out that formula? I'm afraid not. Some of it's familiar enough, but there are equations here that, like a witch I've never seen before. Oh? Uh-huh. Seems to me there are only two, oh, three men, let's say, in the world who could understand this. Well, who are they? Einstein's one. The second is Professor Palmer Graves, and the third... Palmer Graves? Yeah. Well, he lives here in town, doesn't he? Yeah. And we've got to get up to see him right away. Oh, you can't do that. Why? Graves is in the hospital. He's suffering from a collapse brought on when... three well, Doc, what is it? Why didn't I think of it? Why, this is it. Kent, don't you see? This is it. For well, what in the world? Well, look, I'm sorry. We just don't follow Of you. course you don't. There was very little in the papers about it to begin with, and then the matter was carefully hushed up. It wouldn't have done the public any good to know about it, and besides... Now, wait a but... minute, Doc. Wait a minute. What's this all about? Well, now, Professor Palmer Graves has spent years perfecting an explosive more powerful than any other explosive heard of before. Uh-huh. I understand it has nitroglycerin and TNT backed off the map. For years, the professor... For years, the professor... He was successful in evolving a formula for exactly the kind of explosive he wanted. Go on, go on. Well, one ounce of the stuff, according to his experiments, will be sufficient to blow up an entire building the the size of the daily planet. Boy, oh boy. Yes, but I still don't see... Well, two days ago, the formula was stolen from the professor's laboratory. He kept only one copy of it in a wall safe since he didn't want to take chances. I see. Well, the other day someone managed to open that wall safe and get away with the formula. That doesn't sound possible. You mean to say the professor kept that formula in a wall safe that could easily be opened? Ah, yeah, but that's the point. That wall safe was considered burglar-proof. Yet, somehow, the thief managed to open it and extract the formula. Professor Graves happened to enter the laboratory just as the thief was leaving. He saw the wall safe open, and he began to yell for the police at once. Well, the boys arrived and gave chase, but they never caught the man. I see. I see. Kent, this news will do wonders for Professor Graves. To say nothing of how it'll affect the boys here at headquarters, we've been worried sick. I'd better call the hospital right away. Well, now, are you sure this is the formula? Well, I'm not positive, but... Well, we'll see. Uh, where on earth did you find this paper, Kent? That's a long story, Doc. I'll, uh, I'll tell you later. Well, I'll certainly be glad to hear it. Oh, hello? Metropolis Hospital? Connect me with Professor Graves' room, please. What's that? Oh, I see. Oh, thank you very much. Something wrong? Uh, the professor was permitted to leave the hospital today. Well, we'll probably get him at home. Let me see, what was his number again? Uh, oh, yes, I know, 6314. I tell you, Kent, this is the greatest news I've had in years. And wait till Captain Callahan hears about it. Well, we better be sure it is the formula you're looking for first. Oh, of course it is. There can't be any doubt about it. Oh, hello? I'd like to speak to Professor Graves, please. Uh, This is Dr. Turner at police headquarters calling. Thank you. Uh, That must be the nurse I just spoke to. Oh, Oh, hello? Professor? How are you feeling, sir? Uh, I'm glad to hear that, sir. Well, I've got some news for you that'll really make you feel better. We managed to... Hello? Professor? Professor, what in the world? What is it? Something... Hello? 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 What happened? I heard him scream. What? It sounded like, stay away from me. And then the phone went dead. Holy mackerel. Kemp, we've got to do something. We've got to do it quickly. Doc Turner is right. Something must be done quickly. Professor Graves is in trouble, and this time it's serious trouble. Who is behind the strange and mysterious attempt to gain possession of the formula for a new and powerful explosive? Well, be sure to be with us tomorrow and every day, Monday through Friday. Tune in and follow The Adventures of Superman. Did you ever stop to think why American machine gun crews make such good scores in their battles against the Japs and the Nazis? Their teamwork, their super marksmanship, comes from practice. Practice every day until they can hit the bullseye practically every time. But that much practice eats up an awful lot of bullets. And that's just where you come in. You buy bullets for machine gunners every time you buy war stamps. Five bullets for every 10-cent stamp. So get behind your team by buying stamps just as often as you can. Can you think of anything more exciting to buy for your dime than five forty-five caliber bullets? Five bullets for American soldiers to use in protecting your homes from the Japs or the Nazis. So get going. Get your stamps today and every day. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. To leave tall buildings at a single bound. Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's Superman! Follow the adventures of Superman every day, Monday through Friday. Same time, same station. Superman is directed by George Lothar and is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine. This is Mutual.